This is an excerpt from Different Waves, Revealing the Feminine, by Seal, published in 2020. Chapter 6, Lilith and the Nature of Negative Space, Part 1. A husband leads, a wife commands. Leonard Cohen, never mind. My interpretation of my life has led me to this truth, and it is contentious. In all of the pondering a person can do, it might do well to wonder about our having a hand in all the events, both benevolent and catastrophic, in one's life, to be of a higher vibrational personal design. A design one cannot know, but in the realm of retrospect after it connects and settles into a person's life experience. How perfect some disasters are in their wounding when they press us into some kind of transformation, whether it be dying or forging ahead to wreak havoc or heal. Some things are too heinous to consider born this way, and yet, collectively, have we not leveraged great damage and wounding into the world and to humanity? I'm talking children animals, and the vulnerable. Collectively, we have slaughtered millions in the name of wars, conquering, and plundering. And I'm not so sure that innocence can be held exempt when we have participated in these decisions by supporting things like bloodshed, genocide, and any number of human and environmental violations with no consideration for nature and other cultures we have affected. We imagine ourselves unattached and not responsible for those who pay with suffering for travesties. But at some time, we have condoned unimaginable suffering for others. We have allowed killing and our innocence pay for our accepting this as a normal for humanity. And they are torn from our arms to move us into understanding this. It is not normal. Killing is not human nature. It is by design that we kill each other. Ideally, we respond to murder by taking responsibility. Where else can the grief go appropriately but to broaden awareness and to execute a change that will teach us how to heal and reconcile what fell out of our range of protection? Perhaps personal accountability is not that far a stretch when it collaborates with a collective agenda in human evolution. Perhaps the reason our gods never show up to save the day is because we don't deliver them. Lilith lives in the negative space of what is. She has been cast out as the useless and disdained shadow of human lives. She is the missing element out of peripheral vision in the darkness like the dead we prefer to think gone because we can't see them. She is that which is thrown away for convenience and comfort in our modern world. As the exiled divine feminine, she is silently holding the hand of every person contemplating leaving a destructive, intimate relationship, leading them from what they assumed was safe and honorable. She is in the shadow of all the dark things unseen in human lives, and her archetype lives within the life story of every human being. She's the negative of the photograph. She is of the bardo 
coexisting, holding. She stands down to time and waits in love, but not for it. Lilith, cast out of the garden with all of her dark audacity for requiring Adam to see her as she is and accept her as an equal. She made her home in a type of exile as a snake in the grass for millennia. She lies low, suspicious and misunderstood, vilified, waiting and watching. Her intention was not to lure anyone away from the garden, but to request a consideration of a perspective of balance and equality. Look deeper. Look into and through our darkness. She invites us to know, to recognize, to witness the beauty in the garden as it is, not as it is advertised or mansplained by an overlord. Everyone knows this story, but I don't hear or see it the same way with how I've experienced Lilith within me. I was born spiritually, without any male or female being separated in my emergence. I'm of the opinion that the inner male and female in each human must find a balance to be healthy, with the emphasis on co-creation. It can be done internally or externally, but the energetics must include equality, both inwardly and in the living equanimity in time and space. It is common to think upon this story of Lilith as her being driven from the garden, and as Adam making a plea to a higher order, something separate from himself, to resolve his desperate loneliness. One imagines our favorite bearded and benevolent God taking pity on the male human and banishing the evil Lilith who runs away pissing herself with fear. I find it curious that this story seems to completely overlook that humans are blessed with free will and the power of creation. One suspects a peculiar plot twist here in the relieving Adam from the responsibility of his choice. There is a focus as the story is passed down to his making a request to something outside of himself. This makes him inculpable for his choice. I propose he made a choice. I suspect that Adam, while frustrated with his inability to control Lilith and being uneasy with the sensations she elicited within him as his inner female, willed a compliant female in Eve, designing her from his rib, his own bones. Thus began the whole cycle of human-male dominance over the female energies in the world and all the manufacturing that pleases men so deeply on earth. What has been done here on earth does not please a godhead, but pleases a man-made agenda blamed on a god. Lilith, however, chose to not separate from her inner male and substitute him as Adam did her. She was not disempowered by a god and driven out for being bad. She left. To be clear, I would never claim to be a student in these affairs. I'm talking from having spiritually walked with this archetype in the world, and what I'm saying here is subjective. The part of the story that I rarely hear compassionately is how Lilith reacted being separated from Adam. 
she deeply connected with him, as they were in harmony. This, in turn, was how she lived her life in relationship with the earth, with a balanced, devotional passion. She loved Adam as a part of herself and suffered deeply in separation, knowing that no kind of connection can ever be achieved in humanity without this equality and energetic balance. I've not come across much written about, contemplated, or emphasized with her sacrifice for holding space in her body for the missing male who knows balanced leadership. She did not run off and create a jack. She represents everyone's inner female, and her hold is sacred. We have been introduced to her as evil that resides within us to support the Godhead myth. Clearly, it served that what supplanted her to make her one-dimensional and a demon. She held for 6,000 years within every human embodiment for the world to understand that a manufactured female is not part of natural law and there is no peace to be found in the separation of natural male and female energies. Being inauthentic and choosing roles in which to live out one's life is a fool's errand and part of this construct. My own self-betrayal made me the poster child for this dichotomy for forcing myself apart, knowing that the different way I was shown was the true and loving way to live my life. It has taken my entire life for me to understand this. To live behind a mask and insincerity is to deny what is radiant in all human beings in relationship to the earth. It manifests in the body as disease and discomfort, anxiety and dissatisfaction. Lilith is the story of being. Her language is of the body, sensation, intuition, that which is outside of mind control as we do it now. The earth as a bountiful garden designed to support and is life-affirming. Her story is not of the courage of a journey taken to conquer fears. It is a fearless feminine state of standing one's ground in the face of the flow of life with its threats of seduction and danger and wildness and nature, birth, death, and gravitational inertia as her allies. Hers is the myth holding fast to the source, with a body alive in its truth, in nature, in the wild. She leads when she can and is in command of her personal sovereignty. Unapologetic. People are coming around. Stories are being shared, and testaments are noted. Humans are being born with intention and they are beginning to feel the need to embody their lives as both male and female. They are waking up to the living authentically. In tandem, people are having spiritual awakenings and emergences. We are no longer fed by the roles we have chosen or have been given to us to identify with. It is less lonely as what is wild and natural reestablishes its power within human beings. We have come into a time when we are able to see the world with new eyes. We can begin to appreciate the earth as a living being, 
not an established construct. We could never see this as clearly before, and many things have led to this new ability to see and comprehend, not the least of which has been what man has created in the world. Fabulous discoveries and tools and resources have been invented by us for us to use to learn. There's no bad guy here. We have all empowered ourselves this way, to learn to see what we need to know of balancing male and female energies. The matriarchy and the patriarchy are played out. Lilith holds the place within us all, men and women. She invites us now to learn about the new empowered male energy that balances us all within. The mysteries remain what they are, and they are being revealed to us as we grow and are able to perceive them. I work only with what is in front of me and let the enigmas and the expectations be. I'm just not that smart, and I know it. As time has passed, I'm left with good health and a very full life with much of the drudgery of traditional roles and expectations of a woman my age liberated. Some of that came naturally with age, and some I was gifted. It is sometimes frustrating, but now I have a new beginning full of endings, all of which are full of cosmic hugger-muggery because of how I translate experiences and continue to transform my life. I see the world now as a male projection that is fully manifested and is beginning to rot on the vine as evolution dips around the bend and into the future. The new male energy, that of the old male energy transformed, promises equality in co-creation and the end of separation, the end of indentured inauthenticity. This is the good news. The bad news? It's going to take a fuck ton of time to work this new awareness into a tangible reality. Those who insist on living in a world defined by there being no soul and only fear and scarcity will be blind to abundance. Thank you for listening.